0: between News Source 1 Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light, your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia, Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash.
1: The Public News Service, Doha Newscast, October the 5th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. With health care as a hot topic of debate in the contest of Missouri's US Senate seat, attention has been drawn back
2: to the state's Medicaid expansion. Missourians voted in a referendum in 2020 to amend the state constitution to expand the state's Medicaid program, Mo MoHealthNet. The following spring, Attorney General Eric Schmidt sided with expansion opponents in a lawsuit that eventually found its way to the state Supreme Court. In July, a unanimous high court decision restored the will of the voters and Mo MoHealthNet was expanded. Richard Von Glahn with Missouri Jobs with Justice says the Medicaid expansion is injecting billions of dollars into the state's economy while ensuring hundreds of thousands of people. It will protect rural hospitals, it will protect jobs in the health care industry, and it will provide life-saving care to the people of the state. It is frankly good policy to have more people covered by health insurance. Incentives under the Affordable Care Act have the state covering 10 percent of the cost of the expansion, while the federal government provides the rest. Brett Pivato reporting. The Medicaid expansion extended eligibilities to adults
1: 19 to 64, with incomes less than 133% of the federal poverty level. And Wisconsin has enjoyed a rebound in manufacturing jobs. Business owners and advocates hope policies they deem effective are prioritized to keep the momentum in place. The state's chief
2: economist says manufacturing jobs could soon exceed pre-pandemic levels as the region attracts interest from the sector after some down periods. Sachin Chivarin of the Wisconsin Aluminum Foundry Company says over the past four years they've added roughly 400 employees with some of that through acquisition. He feels recent policy decisions have helped as the industry balances new technology and adding more staff. We've just had to find our niche, and same as other companies have done across the state, it's just adjusting to global pressures and finding where it makes sense to make things in the United States. Shivaram says incentives for innovation have helped and hopes Congress takes further action in this area. He feels the recent CHIPS Act will spur more activity, leading to more client demand. On the campaign trail, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson has been criticized for saying not all outsourced manufacturing jobs should return to America. He argues there should be a strategic approach because of labor shortages. I'm Mike Mullen. Now from CNN,
1: former President Trump asked the Supreme Court Tuesday to intervene in the dispute over materials marked as classified that the FBI seized from his Mar-a-Lago estate. Trump is specifically asking the court to ensure that more than 100 documents marked as classified are part of the special master's review. This is PNS. As the World Trade Organization meets this week, students across the country are pushing the Biden administration to support more access to COVID-19 tests and treatments across the globe.
2: The WTO General Council meets on Thursday and Friday. At the meeting, university students are urging the U.S. to back expanding a temporary waiver of trade-related intellectual property rights, or TRIPS, beyond vaccines. The expansion would make it easier for countries such as India and South Africa to produce tests and treatments. Jasmine Sattel is a University of Washington student and an intern with the Trade Justice Education Fund.
3: If we are able to waive that intellectual property right for other countries to produce tests and treatments, then we
4: can see the test and treatment strategy being rolled out in low- and middle-income countries.
2: Letter-writing campaigns and rallies to put pressure on the Biden administration are going on at schools across the country this week, including at the University of Washington. I'm Eric Tegedoff reporting.
1: And Social Security benefits could see their highest increase in several decades. Those advocating for beneficiaries say there's still plenty of concern about today's financial hardships.
5: The latest forecast indicates 2023 benefits will increase by around 9% when the decision is announced this month. Richard Fiesta with the group Alliance for Retired Americans says while increase helps to temper inflation, it falls short for many older Americans. It's still not enough in terms of basic benefits to keep pace with seniors who have much more higher costs in health care in transportation and housing and basic necessities like food and the rest of the population. Fiesta is advocating for bills in Congress that would expand benefits and boost the Social Security tax cap in order to extend the program's solvency. However, Republicans, including Florida's Senator Rick Scott, have been calling for sunsetting government programs such as Medicare and Social Security every
1: five years. I'm Tramel Gomes. Finally, Mark Richardson tells us an Arizona woman's health clinic has devised a novel workaround to help women end their pregnancy without running afoul of the state's strict anti-abortion
6: law. The plan involves giving the woman an examination and ultrasound in an Arizona clinic and getting a prescription for a two-dose abortion medication via telehealth with a California doctor who sends the pills to a California border town for pickup. Dr. Gabrielle Goodrick operates the Camelback Family Planning Clinic in Phoenix.
4: We can't control what
0: we talk to our patients about in terms of education and information. That is not regulated by the government.
1: This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported her in great radio station's your favorite podcast platform. Find your trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.
0: Olivia here welcoming you to this hump day edition of Roaring Light Radio. Before our devotional, we will take time to enjoy three musical memories from Loretta Lynn. She was a major historical fixture in country and Western music. Get ready for that. Continue to pray that Putin will not use nuclear weapons in the Ukraine war. Also pray for a successful launch of SpaceX 5th crew to the International Space Station. Launch is at noon today and we have you covered on our Facebook page. Well, let's get to the weather and then to music to get your humped air rolling. Detailed forecast today mostly sunny, with a high near 74. Calm wind becoming west around 5 miles per hour in the morning. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 51. Southwest wind around 5 miles per hour. Thursday, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Then a chance of showers after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 71. Southwest wind 5 to 15 miles per hour becoming west in the afternoon. Winds could gust as high as 20 miles per hour chance of precipitation is 30%. I've
7: been a fool on the radio I've been singing down below
8: I've been chasing every line Play the fool too many
7: I needed someone just to show Been waiting for the show
9: I'm
10: place to check out. This is called Baby Room Plus and it is a ministry of Elkhart Northside Church of the Nazarene located at 53569, Kenrell 7 North, Elkhart, Indiana 46514 and the Connection. They are open the first three Mondays of the month from 1 to 3 and every Wednesday from 530 to 645 p.m. You can Facebook message or text Liz Vance at 574-329-8271. And they say, is life overwhelming to you at times? Let us help you by praying for you and or letting you know where you might get help with food, clothing, etc. If you need help, feel free to call the church office 574-264-5866 or after office hours, feel free to call me at 574-903-6519. Either church staff or Joanne will be happy to help you or even pray with you over the phone. Remember, you are not alone. Here is a way that you can volunteer within your community. Faith Mission is looking for painters. They will be having a huge paint party on Saturday, October 8th starting at 9 a.m., to two p.m., all the supplies will be provided as well as lunch. Their goal is to get all six remaining tiny houses painted in one day. They know it's a big goal, but we also know our community can do it. So grab a few friends, a small group, or come alone and make some new friends. We hope to gather enough volunteers to have two per wall. One person will be rolling, and the other will be doing some trimming. The first coat should be on by eleven thirty. <clears throat> with the lunch break and the second coat following after lunch. If you have any questions, you can contact Christine at 574-293-3406, Ascension 150, if you have any questions.
3: Looking for a very warm and friendly church to attend? Come to Elkhart Bethel UMC at Michigan and Simonton Streets. Sunday hymns worship is at 9 a.m. followed by Cookie Fellowship and Sunday School.
10: Looking for something fun to do in October? Here is something fun that you can do. You can head over to the Elkhart Environmental Center for their Pumpkin Hunt, which it kicks off today, October 1st, running through October 31st. And this will be a self-guided trail activity. You can enjoy walking on trails and spending time in nature while searching for pumpkins hidden across our site. If you find one, you simply return it to the office during business hours to receive a Halloween prize, and they are asking that it be limited to one pumpkin per family. Take care.
11: Look, he saints, the sight is glorious. See the men of sorrows now. Every knee to Him shall bow the ball of heaven Thus the sages claim. Saints and angels crowd around him. Bone is tied. The sign of
12: hope
13: Say I will not be afraid and now I, I will say I will not be afraid, the Lord is my comforter, the shelter for the weak. Turn to you alone, cause you are near. To you alone, oh I will lay my soul, my hope, my everything. I trust in you, my God, cause you are. My joy, you are my everything That I need My life, my world, my endless comfort My peace, my joy, you are my everything That I need My life, my world, my endless comfort My peace, my joy, you are my everything
4: Monday to you. I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. Let's spend five minutes with Jesus. Let's become happy and whole in Him. Most folks know who Jesus is. He is God come in our flesh, born of the Virgin Mary. Most know what Jesus did. He died on the cross to take away our sin and shame, and He conquered death so we could have resurrection life by believing in Him. Most know Jesus' person, and Jesus' work, knowledge that is important and necessary. I have a shelf full of books on these subjects. I have preached these truths, and I will continue to for as long as God allows. But I have found that this is not enough for folks to be happy and whole in this life. I know folks who are weary, who are cynical, feel deep shame, who understand what God has done in Jesus, but are left feeling that God is disappointed with us all. Our current 2020 plague and negativity has heightened such thoughts. The purpose of this daily five minutes is to take us deeper into who Jesus is, to know His heart for those who are depressed, feeling taxed, weary, abandoned, and frustrated. Jesus tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 and 29, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Do you hear that amazing invitation? An invitation that tells you to come closer than just bare facts about him. Jesus says, partner your life with me and let me teach you, because here is who I am at the core of my being. I am gentle and humble in heart, I am understanding. I am accessible. Here's encouragement to come and invest your life in him so that you might flourish. That is what happy and whole is all about. Cultivating a deeper relationship with Jesus, which can only happen by spending time and learning from him, enjoying his daily presence. I have a wife who I could tell you a lot about her hair color, her eyes, her schooling, favorite foods, routine. She could tell you my age, my height, my jobs, things I'm good at, things I like to think I'm good at, all kinds of things. But when we look at each other while sitting on a blanket at McNaughton Park, that understanding gaze in it contains nearly two decades of ups and downs, memories of tears and laughter, late-night conversations, songs we listen to on road trips, shared hardships, the specialness of this favorite spot which is not ours, but it is. And the certainty that a journey ahead will be something we'll face together come what may. Is there any bare facts that get at that knowing gaze? That can communicate how we feel for each other as we look at one another, our hearts for each other. So it should be with Jesus, but far more because we were created for him. Which is why he came to earth and he holds forth a yoke and his heart to invite us back to discover the realness and deepness of his heart greater than any earthly one now a problem comes because we find jesus words as words on a page read or preached we did not stand in that crowd of original hearers nearly two thousand years ago when he offered that invitation and jesus is not going to physically stand out in Elkhart civic center because he has entered glory, the age to come, he is enthroned in heaven. We get his invitations in words of ink, while having a vision in our minds of Jesus in glory. On the face, it seems like getting a postcard from someone who's on a wonderful beach, who is thinking of you with affection, wants you to experience that joy with him, and he says, let's do life together, at your home, at your work, in your car. How can I do that, Jesus, when you seem so far away from me? This is what the disciples were wondering as Jesus was telling them he was about to go away. Jesus says in John 14, 16, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to come, with, help you, and to be with you forever. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Jesus says you will not live your lives on earth as orphans. And he introduces us to the Holy Spirit. He calls the Spirit the advocate, or it could be translated helper or comforter. The word in Greek is paraclete. That prefix para, we hear that in paralegal, paramedic. Basically, it means to come alongside. The Spirit is sent from heaven to come alongside us in life, to be our comforter. And don't simply think of a warm blanket. Do you hear the word fort in there? The Spirit comes to give you strength. And more, He unites us to Jesus Christ sweeping us into his very heart. This week, we're going to learn about how Jesus draws closer to us now than he ever could have while walking the earth because he sent us the Spirit. And you know his presence anytime you feel a tug on your heart to Jesus. So pay attention to the Spirit of Christ at work today. Remember who you are and who you belong to. Heavenly Father, we thank you that in love you sent Jesus and in love you have sent the Spirit to unite us to your Son, Forgive us for the times we ignore the gospel and grieve the spirit that you sent to seal our hearts. Help us this day to experience the joy of belonging to Christ and to better know his heart. Amen.
2: With many people still struggling in the wake of the pandemic, this week's National Depression Screening Day is a reminder to Hoosiers to take stock of their mental health. The National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, reports the average delay between the onset of mental illness symptoms and treatment is 11 years. October 6th is Depression Screening Day, and Kelby Gall with Mental Health America Indiana says many people don't realize they are depressed, and reaching them might require changing how you think about it
4: by destigmatizing all mental health conditions and making checking up on your mental health just as important as checking up on your physical health.
2: Individuals who may not be aware that they are experiencing signs of depression can get help. NAMI statistics indicate one in five U.S. adults experiences mental illness each year and 40 percent don't seek treatment. Symptoms of depression are varied and there are different speeds of depression onset, multiple types of depression, and different intensities as well well. Denise Johnson with the National Association of Social Workers says depression is more than just a bad day.
3: Depression is very common and can result from a number of social, psychological, and biological factors. It's more than just a bad day or feeling down and it's not something that people can just snap out of. It negatively affects how a person feels, the way that they think, the way that they act.
2: Given that so many may not realize they have depressive symptoms, health experts are focused on screening. Johnson says a typical screening looks at several factors.
3: Typical screenings is done by a licensed mental health professional and, and includes a set of questions that ask about symptom severity and duration. It's looking at eating and sleeping patterns, whether a person is having difficulty concentrating, if, if they're irritable, if there are any changes in their mood.
2: Johnson says the symptoms must last at least two weeks and represent a change from the person's previous level of functioning. Mental Health America has a free online depression screening at screen Screening.mhaNational.org For Indiana News Service, I'm Brett Pivotow. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. Brother Andrew, the founder
5: of Open Doors and God Smuggler, has died at 94. This is Truth Itself. Commonly referred to as Brother Andrew, Anne van the Dutch missionary, passed away last week, with Open Doors USA posting a statement about his death on its Facebook page. The post read, For more than 60 years, Open Doors founder, Brother Andrew, visited over 125 countries in service to the global church. It is with mixed feelings that we share his greatest journey yet. God used Andrew's obedience and prayers to change millions of lives and eternities. We are grieving, but we are equally thankful. Celebrate our brother's homecoming with us today. Born in the Netherlands in 1928, van der Bidjel became known for his efforts to bring Bibles to people in countries where the sacred book was banned. Over time, he came to include what Open Doors labeled a trademark prayer to go with the Bibles. Lord, in my luggage, I have scripture I want to take to your children. When you were on earth, you made blind eyes see. Now, I pray, make seeing eyes blind. Do not let the guards see those things you do not want them to see. In 1967, Vanderbigel wrote about his many experiences of getting Bibles to those without access to it in a book titled *God Smuggler. Since then, the book has been reprinted in many languages and boasts over 10 million copies sold. In 1955, he founded Open Doors, a Christian persecution watchdog organization that documents nations where the worst persecution is taking place. Truth Itself is brought to you by trainapastor.com, where Timothy Kroll is training untrained pastors around the world who can't afford training. We're over two-thirds of the way toward our goal of training 3,000 untrained pastors using Dr. Kroll's 50 years of experience in Bible and theology training. It's a goal that God has called us to. Join us at trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your
14: faith, family, and country. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, one of the four women chosen to spend five months in the Antarctic running a post office. No, there really is one there. On an island without a single permanent resident, it is described as the most remote and coldest post office on earth. But Britain's Antarctic Heritage Trust has selected an all-female team out of 6,000 applicants to head to Goodyear Island in the west of the Antarctic Peninsula. They'll live in a facility without electricity or a functional toilet. 40-year-old Lucy Bruzone, a geographer who works at the University of Cambridge, will be the teams leader.
3: My family and friends are relatively used to me heading off on random adventures. So I think they all think I'm a little bit mad, but really looking forward to learning more about the UK Antarctic Heritage Trust bases that are down in Antarctica and all the history that goes on there. There's not a long history of women in Antarctica. So it's a really unique opportunity for us to to show a different story and particularly the base that we're going to be working on was set up by a fully male team and was run many years by a male-dominated group. So the opportunity to change the story and tell a different story is a great one too. She calls
14: Antarctica the ultimate destination for any geographer and says she's eager to share the experience with visitors and those keeping track of the team's progress from afar. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks with fsn spotlight i'm simon marks today one of the four women chosen to spend five months in the antarctic running a post office no there really is one there on an island without a single permanent resident it is described as the most remote and coldest post office on earth but Britain's Antarctic Heritage Trust has selected an all-female team out of 6,000 applicants to head to Goodyear Island in the west of the Antarctic Peninsula. They'll live in a facility without electricity or a functional toilet. 40-year-old Lucy Bruzone, a geographer who works at the University of Cambridge, will be the team's leader.
3: My family and friends are relatively used to me heading off on random adventures, so I think they all think I'm a little bit mad, but really looking forward to learning more about the UK Antarctic Heritage Trust bases that are down in Antarctica and all the history that goes on there. There's not a long history of women in Antarctica, so it's a really unique opportunity for us to to show a different story, and particularly the base that we're going to be working on was set up. By a fully male team and was run many years by a male dominated group. So the opportunity to change the story and tell a different story is a great one too.
14: She calls Antarctica the ultimate destination for any geographer and says she's eager to share the experience with visitors and those keeping track of the team's progress from afar. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. <laughs>
8: Let, let's get serious, though. If it hadn't been for you all,
12: for you know, there's an old country
1: saying that the best gift is when a person gives of themselves. What well, watch what this girl is uh, fixing to do.
8: Maybe maybe I could do you a little song. Would yes. that, would that... Oh, there we sir.
7: Yeah. And maybe we could help you sing that too. Huh? Yeah, we'll
6: try. Okay.
7: Right.
6: Oh yeah. Let it rip, flip. <laughs> Bye. Keep the apart. The There's too much love in this Mississippi heart. Too
8: much love
6: in this Louisiana heart. Oh, see the alligator all are waiting nearby. Sooner or later, they know I'm going to try. When she wave from the bank, don't she you know I know? It's a goodbye fishing line. See you while I go. With a Louisiana woman waiting on the other side. The Mississippi River don't look so wide. Mississippi River,
8: River can't keep us apart There's too much love in this Mississippi heart Too much love in this Louisiana heart Well, I thought I'd been love, But I never had the lies wrapped in the arms of a Mississippi man When he holds me close but well, it feels almost like another half-king just to rip the coast If he can't come to me, I'm gonna go to him That Mississippi River, Lord, I'm gonna swim Hey,
6: Louisiana woman, Mississippi man we get together every time we can The Mississippi River can't keep us apart There's too much love in this
8: Mississippi heart
6: Too much love in this Louisiana heart Well, the Mississippi River, Lord, is one mile wide And I'm gonna get me to the other side
8: Mississippi man, I'm a loser my mind Gotta have
6: your love on one more time Well, I'm gonna jump in the river and here I go Too bad, alligator, you swim too slow Hey, Louisiana woman, Mississippi man, we get together every time we can, the Mississippi Mississippi River River can't keep us apart, there's too much love in this Mississippi heart, too much love in this
8: Louisiana
6: heart, too much love in this Mississippi heart,
8: too much love in this this Louisiana heart, hey,
6: too much love.
8: We were poor, but we had love. That's the one thing that daddy made sure of. He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar. My daddy worked all night in the Van Leer coal mines. All that Mommy rocked the babies at night And read the Bible by the coal oil light And everything would start all over come break of more Daddy loved and raised their kids on a minor's pay Mommy scrubbed our clothes on a washboard every day But in the winter time, we'd all get a brand-new pair From a mail-order catalog Money made from selling a hog Daddy always managed to get the money somewhere
4: happy friday welcome again to happy and whole in him i'm joel of heart city church let's spend five minutes with jesus this week we've been looking at who jesus is for us as we make our journey through life we saw that jesus having left heaven to become fully human makes him our emmanuel god with us we saw that jesus was a true friend because he went to the cross and laid down his life for us The crib and the cross tell us who Jesus became for us on earth. And after his resurrection, he sat down at the Father's right hand where he is our advocate, speaking well of us even as we continue to struggle with sin and shame. And he's also our king. We're now citizens of an eternal kingdom. I wanted to end this week with you hearing Jesus say these words of assurance. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, John 10:14. This is good news, that Jesus knows us, he watches over us, and he is leading us on the right path. But that means admitting the bad news. If we know Jesus as our shepherd, well, that means we're sheep, metaphorically, obviously. And to be called a sheep is not a compliment. Sheep are not bright animals. They get lost easy, they fall off cliffs, if they eat too much and roll over on their back, they get stuck and die in short order without any help. Plus, they're easy prey. In fact, they run in circles when they get spooked by a wolf, so a wolf can simply watch their fast food spin around until they tire out, and they can eat them. And that's us. Our comfort in this life is not that we're equipped to conquer the world. Our comfort is that Jesus looks at us with compassion as his beloved sheep, when you run to him and he promises to care for you during your time in this wilderness that's what we find in Mark 6:34. this scene where Jesus leads 5,000 people to green grass and he sets them down so they can enjoy a picnic Mark is showing us that Jesus is the Shepherd of Psalm 23 listen to this comforting Psalm the Lord is my Shepherd I shall not want My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Here is a psalm that gives us remarkable confidence during our days here on earth. The shepherd not only leads us to green grass and still waters, he not only teaches me how to live rightly with his rod and staff, But we can have remarkable confidence in what can only be described as wolf land. Our shepherd spreads out a table in the midst of our enemies and says, My sheep, let's have a picnic. Let me anoint your head with oil and fill your cup till it runneth over. And you can trust that goodness and mercy are going to run you down and envelop you. And the reason we can be certain of this Is that our good shepherd, Jesus, he became the sheep first. Jesus became the lamb slain so that we need not fear any enemies. Do you ever stop to think about how Jesus, he also sang and recited Psalm 23? The Lord was his shepherd. And what a comfort that would be. As he sat across the table from a wolf named Judas Iscariot. And then Mary came up from behind and anointed his head with oil so that the next day he could walk through the valley of the shadow of death as he was slain on the cross. That is what our good shepherd did, that you and I might know that he really does know us, including all our sin and shame which he bore himself on that cross, that you and I, silly sheep that we are, might dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Let us praise him for that. O shepherd of Israel, We thank you that you're not a hireling who would ever run when we face danger. And we confess that we're prone to wander, Lord, we feel it. We're prone to leave you, the God we love. We pray that you'll open our ears to hear your voice, open our hearts to obey you, and open our eyes that we may see others in need and lay down our lives as you did for us. Amen.